1: I'm Kyle Krabs. And I'm Joe Marino, and you're listening to the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. 180! 180! Hot, hot. welcome everybody to locked on nfl draft today is september 30th friday and uh at the end of the week here we always like to dig into the weekend ahead of us in college football week five is here we made so, it uh, we made it We're, we keep keep chugging along and uh we've got a, a big slate of games on tap a lot of good uh, matchups in terms of NFL draft ramifications. So, we are here today to get you all kinds of ready for that. I'd like to remind everyone that we are part of the Locked On Podcast Network. We've got a podcast for nearly every NBA and NFL team. So, make sure you find your favorite teams and subscribe on Audio Boom and iTunes. We'd also invite you to subscribe to the Locked On NFL Draft podcast via Audio Boom and iTunes. We are powered by Draft Breakdown. DraftBreakdown.com is an amazing resource for anyone who's interested in the NFL Draft. You can go to that website and watch cut-ups of the prospects that you're going to hear Kyle and I talk about on the show. And speaking of
0: Kyle, we
1: are together talking for you today. And welcome, welcome aboard,
0: buddy. Yeah, uh, back there I just felt like Statler and Waldorf from the, uh, the Muppets with that, that chime in. Like I'm sitting up on the balcony... Or am I aging myself inappropriately? Oh gosh, I am not a Muppets guy. So oh man, I've got no idea what you're talking no, about. It's, it's the two old Muppets that sit up in the balcony and they they heckle the whole show. <laughs> and I just felt okay. with the we made it. It's I felt like the heckler up in the the, the balcony there. But thank well, you very a... much. It's good to be here, even though you're not a Muppet person.
1: No man, I'm not. A, I'm sorry. It's never. Devastating.
0: I'm sorry. I'm crushed. I'm sorry.
1: But uh, I am a football guy, and we've got (laughs) We do have that in common, yeah. We're all right. We have have that in common, (laughs) and uh, yeah, way way to bring us out there. Um, Good weekend of college football ahead of us, and uh, let's get right into it, Kyle. The the first game that I think everyone's most excited about is this this big-time Louisville-Clemson matchup. Uh, We've got... uh, Plenty of big prospects in that game, but for me, the biggest name is Deshaun Watson, the Clemson quarterback. Now, obviously, Lamar Jackson's having an off-the-chart off the, off the chart season, but yeah, he is not draft eligible, so my focuses will not be on him. I'm going to be focused on the other quarterback, Deshaun Watson, who uh, I think people probably expected him to have the year that Lamar Jackson's having and um he's been a little shaky for the first few ga- first few games had some better moments uh more recently uh against um Troy and uh you know this is a big test for him this is the real uh big first big conference game in the ACC for them and Uh, major implications on who's going to win that division in the ACC. And Deshaun Watson has a lot of pressure on him to perform, Um, and we'll see how he responds. You know, Louisville did an outstanding job, uh, you know, containing the Florida State offense. So this is a big test, and uh, I'm really excited to see if Deshaun Watson kind of rises to the occasion and uh, delivers on big-time performance.
0: Yeah, you know, uh, I don't think people realize just how much NFL defensive talent is in Louisville. Uh, They got defensive players on all three layers of the defense with Devontae Fields as as a pass rusher, uh, Keith Kelsey, uh, linebacker, and then Josh Harvey Clemens, who is a Georgia transfer at at, uh, strong safety, kind of that spur role. Um, They've got a lot of gifted athletes on that side of the football. So it's going to be a good test for the, the Clemson offense all around. I think Clemson has a little bit more balance to their offense as far as all-encompassing the skill players than what Florida State had. So I, I certainly think Clemson is going to provide a little bit stiffer test for Louisville than than Florida State did. But you're you're right. Watson definitely got off to a slow start this year. The the receivers kind of did not do him any favors with the drops. I uh, uh, forget which. I think it might have been the Troy game. They had like seven drops in the game. That, Co- the yep. coach came out and said it cost them like 180 additional yards offensively just based off of drops as far as drops in the air. So it's – they need to – they can't afford that now. So I'm interested to see – I always appreciate watching uh, one of the the top-tier – quarterbacks, especially one who's as athletic as Watson, is going up against a pass rusher. And uh, Devontae Fields is a TCU transfer. Uh, In his final years of eligibility, won the Big 12 uh, Defensive Player of the Year as a freshman with TCU. And he's a little bit of a one-trick pony as far as he's very much a speed rusher. I don't think he's quite as balanced as some of the other pass rushers that are draft eligible for this year. But that's going to be a fun matchup to watch because there's there's going to be you know that game of chess that takes place where you know maybe you're moving the quarterback's launch point or maybe uh, it, the pass rusher is aiming for particular drop depth and his his pass rush trajectory along the outside you know there's that guessing game based on game situations and alignments and all of those sorts of things so that kind of player X versus player Y matchup is one that I'm really excited to see unfold.
1: Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun, and I think it's going to come down to which quarterback can win from the pocket. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be an emphasis from both defenses to keep those guys contained, and so which one's going to be able to hit those money throws? I think that's where that game's going to come down to, so that'll be a lot of fun uh, to get into. You mentioned Devontae Fields, the the edge player and and the next guys that i want to get into are a couple edge rushers edge players if you will for uh, wisconsin and, and their big matchup against michigan that's a big uh, game. vince vince beagle and tj watt both of those guys were uh, really good against uh, michigan state a couple weeks ago to you know really contain them and apply a ton of pressure and uh you know really won that game and and so now next on on tap for them is is Michigan and and you know against that pro style offense you know we'll see if these guys can get after it in the same level that they did before you know living in that backfield Um, you know a lot of what they do is schemed up and to their credit they kind of take full advantage but uh, those are two players that Wisconsin's really gonna have to rely on to pull up a win against Michigan.
0: Yeah, I gotta give a tip of the hat to you because if I remember correctly throughout our summer evaluations, Beagle was somebody that you liked a bit more than I did. You know, I I didn't see, I didn't foresee this amount of pass rush productivity coming out of him. If I remember correctly, Pro Football Focus has him marked as the most productive per rush defensive pass rusher in the Mm -hmm. Big Ten right now. So, you know, he's certainly played like his hair's on fire. He's got the size, he's got the length, uh, and it's really impressive to see him kind of put it all together this year and have such a productive start to the season.
1: Yeah. And that's one of the things that I came away really impressed was with the summer evals that we did is just the, the, different things that he can do in terms of rushing the passer and sound against a run and, and covering. And so, um, you know, as a senior, it seems like he's kind of even taking another step and, you know, this would be a big test for them. And there's plenty of playmakers on that Michigan offense and some talented offensive linemen. So this is, this is a scout's delight, if you will. And I know that that's a ga- one of the games that you have uh, as one of your assignments for NDT scouting this weekend. So I'll definitely be looking forward to your notes on that.
0: Yeah. Who would have thought that Michigan Wisconsin would have been like the one B main event matchup of the weekend. Now, of all the all the games that are going on, Louisville, Clemson, Michigan, Wisconsin, and there's another one. We just had our quote unquote draft for NDT scouting for our assignments this week, and uh, I believe you had first pick. Who'd you pick? I went with
1: Washington and Stanford, and um, I, I wanted to lead off with that because. I didn't think there was going to be a better chance to see, you know, some of those, those defensive prospects for Washington. And I wanted to get eyes on Christian McCaffrey against uh, a reputable defense over there. And, um, you know, a lot of times for me, I, I force myself with the games that we choose for scouting specific to watch teams that I don't, uh, you know, particularly see as I- often so that I can really take a really deep dive into those uh, players, those schemes, those schools. So uh, I thought that was a great choice. I mean, not, not only for, yeah, it's got a lot of prospects, and it's a big time game with big implications. But for me to, to really take a hard look at a school like Washington, where quite honestly, you know, my exposure to them is not as much
0: as it is a lot of these teams over here on the East Coast. Certainly, and as far as unknowns, uh, you want to talk about unknowns. I want to see what the LSU offense looks like this week. Yeah, with, with them letting less miles go, because I don't think people people may have forgotten, I'll put it that way. LSU has a number of high-quality draft prospects from Leonard Fournette, center Ethan Pokik, uh, Travin Dural, and they have another wide receiver. Can you refresh my memory here? I'm, I'm drawing a blank. Malachi Dupree. Malachi Dupree, yes. So they've got you know, a, a solid group of draft-eligible prospects that really they haven't been able to get on schedule with anything yet because the quarterback play has been uh, subpar. Well, we'll leave it at that. So I want to see what interim head coach Ed Ogeron has and if he's, he's able to get these super gifted players that they have at the skill positions on track, get them the ball, and put them in chances to be successful. I think this is going to be an, a really interesting first step for these prospects as kind of a clean slate. You know, Forget about the first month of the season. What can we do now?
1: Yeah, no doubt about it. And I'll throw another name out there on that um, LSU offense. I, I got a chance to look at their game against Auburn in depth this past week. And I really like that interior offensive line combo of the center, Ethan Poke and right guard, uh, Josh Boot. So you like a couple of guys that get after it, that play with good timing and combo block and scrape and get out and pull. You know, those are a couple of, uh, of fun guys to watch. So keep an eye on that right guard, Josh Boot in that matchup. I want to take a second here and uh, tell everyone about who our show is presented by today. It's uh, SeatGeek. Uh, Football is back, and SeatGeek is the smartest, easiest way to find tickets for the games you want to see up and close in person this season. There's nothing like being in the stadium for the biggest plays of the year, and with SeatGeek, it's never been easier to get the seats you want for a great value. SeatGeek has the best deals on every ticket in the house, whether you want to sit in, at the 50-yard line, at the club seats, or in the upper level. This uh, I actually just scored some really good tickets on Ski Geek this past week where I'm going to go to the uh, Monday night game here on September 10th or October 10th between the Panthers and Buccaneers, get to see Jameis Winston live and in person nice. for the first time as a pro. So uh, shout out to Ski Geek for uh, hooking me up with some good tickets on that. Uh, like I said there, I have the Ski Geek app on my phone. It's, it's by far the easiest way I've found to shop for tickets. I can be anywhere, and with just a few taps, I can instantly find seats for this weekend or any games this season. With SeatGeek, you always get the best deal on every ticket because SeatGeek price compares for you by searching multiple ticket sites. Prices can vary depending on where you shop, but SeatGeek will always find you the lowest available price. And SeatGeek wants to help you get the most bang for your buck. That's why every ticket on SeatGeek is given a grade based on value. You'll immediately see any underpriced seats and be able to find the best deals that fit your budget. Plus, every ticket you buy on SeatGeek is backed by their 100% guarantee. Best of all, guys, our listeners get a $20 rebate off their first SeatGeek purchase. To get your $20 rebate on tickets, download the SeatGeek app, go to the settings tab and click add a promo code, enter my promo code LONFLDRAFT and then SeatGeek will send you $20 after you've made your first ticket purchase. Download the SeatGeek app today and enter promo code Draft. The next matchup that I want to get into, I'm going to throw a name out here that maybe everyone's not super familiar with, and that is uh, Utah safety Marcus Williams. He's going up against Cal, and we know when we talk about Cal, they have the big, armed quarterback, Davis Webb. Uh, You know, Utah is a team. I I got deep into their game against USC over this past week. And, you know, Marcus Williams is billed for being an aggressive safety that's balanced against a run and pass. And against USC, they kind of had him playing uh, as as very much a last line of defense player where his ability to be aggressive was really limited. And he did a great job fulfilling that society. He kept things in front of him, uh, limited the USC big plays. Um, but I think against Cal, he's going to be unleashed a little bit more where they're going to spread him out and he's going to have an opportunity to take angles to the football and break coming forward, break laterally. And, and this is going to be a really big contest for him to uh, to show, you know, that balanced skill set and be aggressive. So if you're looking for a, can maybe a little bit under the radar matchup, Marcus Williams, the safety from Utah uh, against Cal will be a fun one to watch.
0: Yeah, and he's got eight career interceptions already, so. Uh, two this year, he had five last season, so this is a guy that that's capable of finding his way to the football. And, and as one of those last line of defense back end guys, that always gets you a little excited, right? You know, he might be playing defense, but he's he's got some form of hands. He can catch the ball a little bit. And um, I actually just got done rewatching Davis Webb's performance last week against Arizona State, in which uh, Cal coughed up 31 points in the in the fourth quarter and ended up blowing a big big lead and lost 51 to 41 and Webb had a couple of really back back breaking throws in that game down the stretch. So I'm interested to conversely see not just that chess mess between deep player as the back back end last line of defense and the quarterback, but I also want to see how Webb is able to bounce back from a poor fourth quarter with true turnovers that essentially cost the team the game.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it would be a big bounce back test. Um I got to be honest. There's no matchup that I'm more excited about than Indiana versus Michigan State. Not necessarily those teams, but when you look at Indiana guard Dan Feeney, who I just love. You know, this guy is Richie Incognito reincarnate against Malik McDowell, the the talented defensive lineman for Michigan State, who's just an athletic freak, big and long. Uh, you know, you want to talk about heavyweight heavyweight matchup? You know. Man, Dan Feeney versus Malik D- McDowell is going to deliver, and and we're going to find out some things. You know, uh, if uh, you know Malik McDowell is. Is, is ready to take that next step because one of my knocks on him is, you know, for as many splash plays as he makes, for as much athletic upside as he has, you know, he's a little bit, he's moved out of that hole a little bit more frequently than I like to see. And Dan Feeney is a guy that's extremely powerful. So we'll see if, uh, you know, Malik McDowell can kind of, you know, nut up, if you will, and, and rise to the occasion against this matchup. Uh, it's going to be a fun one.
0: Oh, we just made a nut up reference on Locked On NFL Draft. I Yeah, like
1: I, it. I, I, yeah
0: man. I'll tell you, Dan Feeney is a people mover. I mean, that guy will root you out. He is a ton of fun to watch. I think that could be the interior version of last year's heavyweight uh, Ronnie Stanley-Shaq Lawson matchup that we made a reference to a little bit earlier uh, in the week on one of the podcasts talking about uh, two players that are highly regarded at each position. Where do you see... Uh, what are your expectations? What do you want to see? I would expect both of these guys are going to get theirs. There's mm-hmm. going to be plays that Feeney gets the better of McDowell, and then on the other side of the coin, McDowell's going to get the better of Feeney. It's just a question of can one of those guys down the stretch, you know, as that one-on-one game within the game continues and evolves, can you see one of these guys kind of find the answers and shut the other guy down? So it, I'm interested, not necessarily in the first quarter, but second half of that game. Once they've seen each other, they know what the other one has, is one of them able to impose their will and, and get the better consistently of the other one. Uh, is Certainly, that's one of the five-star matchups this week. Big time. Yep. yeah. That's going to be a big-time matchup. So everybody, be sure to DVR Indiana-Michigan State. No, watch. don't watch the ball. Watch the trenches, baby. <laughs> That's where it's at. And that is all that we have for you guys today. Uh, obviously, we are here Friday. Uh, thank you all for listening. As a reminder, if you have any feedback about the podcast, you have anything you want us to talk about on the podcast, you can reach us a number of ways. You can give us uh, feedback through comments and ratings on iTunes. You can reach us on social media. Joe is available on Twitter, at the Joe Marino, and myself, at NDTScouting. We love feedback. We love interacting with you guys. It's kind of how we've made our hay to this point And really enjoy the platform that we've built on social media. So please don't, do not be shy and reach out. Uh, as a reminder, this is Locked On NFL Draft. We're part of the Locked On Podcast family. And we look forward to recapping all of these matchups and more on Monday. So be sure to tune in on Monday. Locked On NFL Draft. Your daily podcast on the NFL Draft. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network.